For this command is a lamp. This teaching is a light, and correction and instruction are the way to life. Proverbs 6:23. Join Bishop Patrick Bruce of the Lighthouse Chapel International Bantama as he brings you the pure, unadulterated Word of God. This teaching is anointed, practical, down to earth, and full of wisdom, and will refresh, energize, and bring healing to your body and soul. Listen to the Word of God. Make a new friend. Um, introduce yourself. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. One of the one of the most painful things. Um, this I don't know what is wrong with the sound this morning. One of the most painful things is to be in a full hall but you are alone where nobody knows you nobody says hello to you nobody greets you you almost want to close and go home Um, but thank God that that will not be the case here. So, if you see somebody sitting alone, go and shake that person's hand. Check, is there anybody on your row who is alone? Anybody on your row? And, and, yeah, no one should be alone. And even go and sit by the person. Sit by the person, yes. Say, I've come to join you this morning. Is it a good idea? It's a good idea. Wow. Put your hands together. Let us pray. Father, thank you so very, very much for every opportunity, every occasion when we gather like this. This gathering is unto you. Have your way, O Father. Let no one come and go just as they did. But change us. Cause us to become more and more like Jesus. And bless us in all that we do. Thank you so very much. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. You may be seated. How many were here last week? Can I see your hand? You were here last week. Oh, if you are waving, wave well. I cannot see. Okay. How many were not here last week? 
It's always 50-50. But last week we shared a very important message on independent spirits. Um, those who no one they are part of us, but no one can control them. They do what they like. They will say, I will come, and they don't come. When you call them, they don't come. Those who live in the middle of a meeting. It's a very bad behavior. And so when we come, we have come. Amen. How many choristers didn't come for rehearsal this week? Plenty didn't come. How many ashes didn't come for uh, uh, cleaning up this, mop up this week? How many didn't come to church on Friday for the, for the, for the um, crusade we had? You see, there are many things happening in a church all the time. And that is why we are here to urge you to partake in all the activities, as many as you can. As many of these activities as you can. Be a part of them. Can I have a very good amen? amen? How many will be here on Friday? Remember, don't say I will come and not come. Can I see your hand? How many will be here on Friday? Those who will come, please stand. I want to see those who won't come. Those who will come, please stand. If you will come on Friday, please stand. So ask the one sitting down, what is it? Why wouldn't you come? Please stop standing. Ask somebody. What are they saying? Why, what, what is it? Are you a Sunday church member only? Hallelujah. No, no, please ask someone. I mean, somebody who is sitting down, why would you come? Oh, be Amen. Amen. I want I, I want I want some people to decide that this Friday. I will come for the prayer meeting. I want somebody to decide. I'm just talking to somebody here this morning. Um, Many of us, there's no real reason why we are not coming. But what happens is you lose something. (laughs) 
You may be seated. Matthew chapter 21. Just follow me. Matthew 21. Verse 28. This morning I'm preaching about a short parable in the Bible. A parable Jesus gave us. But what think he? A certain man had two sons, and he came to the first and said, Son, go today and work in my vineyard. He answered and said, I will not. But but afterward, he repented and went. And he came to the second and said likewise. And he answered and said, I go, sir, but went not. Whether of these twain did the will of his father. They say unto him, the first. They, They told him it was the first who did the will of the father. Then Jesus said unto them, Verily I say unto you, that the publicans and the harlots go into the kingdom of God before you. This morning I want us to look at this short passage and get some lessons out of it. Are you here? Oaha. Are you here? Oaha. Beautiful. Point one. There were two sons. You see, um, a parable is a way of saying the truth in a picture way. So that you can see it clearly. And so Jesus tells us that there was a father and two sons. Almost always. Almost always. In the New Testament, when you see a father, it is God. So, well, um, New Testament, when Jesus gives a story and says there was a father, a father, a father, he is trying to show you, uh, uh, tell you God's attitude or something about God. God is often the father in the parables. So the father is God. And we are the children. Amen. 
But, you see, in the parable, Jesus tells us that there are only two children. It means that there are basically only two types of people. And, and, and that is also quite true in many areas of life. Many things, there are only two sides. Day and night. Hot and cold. Um, up and down. Someone said, go and come. That is there. <laughs> and then what? High and low. And then male and female. So generally, life, there's a division of life into two categories. Even though there are many shades of categories, generally, there are only two. And and this is the key. At every point in time of your life, one of these qualities becomes important. So at a certain point in time, it is tall or short. When you are playing basketball. Fast or slow. When we are running. Day or night. Where you are a thief. Are you seeing? Pass or fail. When you are a student. I mean, in my, at my age, there is no pass or fail. That applies to me. Uh, I have passed everything I can pass already. Amen. So, in life, and you are in life, it is important to remember that there are basically two categories of everything that concerns you. And the most important category is heaven or hell. That's all. You see, people forget that Colossians 1.13, I think. The kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of light. I think, you see, people, because we are in church and we have all kinds of people in church, there are some smokers. Uh-huh. God who has delivered, delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. There are only two kingdoms. There are many different types of Christians. I was going to say, check your neighbor's pocket, but you may find condoms. <laughs> oh, it's true. Oh, it's true. It's true. I, I will say, check your neighbor's phone, but you may have to close your eyes. Oh, I shouldn't say it. Do you not know some of our members are fornicators? Now, 
I don't. You know. Will they raise their hands? They would. Oh, but all are in church. My, you see, I, I'm, not, that is not, I'm not coming there to, to, today. Don't worry. What I am trying to tell you today is that there are generally two types of everything. And there are some of us who are here, God forbid, you may be going to hell. Because only one son pleased the father. Hey, only one son. Of the two sons, both are called sons. But only one of them pleased the father. So, what did the other son do? His father was not happy with him. Amen. Amen. Please tell your neighbor, not everyone who says, Lord, Lord, will see the kingdom of heaven. But the one who does the will of the father. And so this morning, ask your neighbor, which camp are you in? Tap your neighbor and and tell him, which camp are you in? Are you in the heaven camp? Or the hell camp? Ask him Yeah. No, no, it's real. It's real because some will be surprised. They'll say, hey, Lord, but open the door for me. Matthew 25, there were 10 virgins. Matthew. Only five went inside. And the other five, where were they? They were left outside. Jesus said, outside are the dogs. Those who are not the profane animals, who are not part of the kingdom. You see, Sometimes we try to pretend as if everyone in this building is correct. We, we try to look at everybody and say, we are all brothers and sisters, we are all correct. That's somebody is not true. There's somebody who's probably going to a fetish. And somebody has something around his waist. Should we check? Yeah. We should check. We should check. Hey. But there were two types. And um, Jesus said, We'll come to it. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Point number two is that 
it was the younger son. You see, the man came to the elder son and told him, go to work in my field. And he said no. But he went. But the second son said, yes, I will go. But he didn't go. And so this morning, I want you to remember that there are two sons. But often, it is the younger one who is the one who is disobedient. And the younger one is the more immature one. Because of how we are as people, we will see the outward. That's why in First Samuel 16, God told Samuel, God sees not as a man sees. Because man looks on the outside, but God sees on their hearts. So we are tempted to look on the outside to gauge people. So when you see somebody who has a slight beard and is a bit tall and is holding a Bible, automatically you think he's mature. Uh, when a man is walking like this. Oh, of course. No of course. No He's a man of God. Why is it not true? But it's not true. There are many of us here. If I say, quote, one scripture, you say, I'm coming. It's not a scripture. I'm coming. It's not a scripture. But you yeah, say I'm coming. There are many of us here. You don't know any verse from Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. You don't know any verse. Please look in my eyes. So I can see your face. Those who are trying to look away. Look in my eyes. If I say, quote one scripture, except uh, uh, Psalm 23, they are finished. Because since they became born again and they prayed that prayer, they have not grown. 
or say our amofra eshisha so mubenya nufusuanum, said the bayo mubenini. Yeah, that you will grow. It is the milk of the word that will make you grow. And, and you see, the mark of a growing child is that he begins to feed himself. So a baby is breastfed. He, he will lie down uh, and food will come. When he grows small, he will start to take his hand to feed himself. But that food still, his mother gave him. When he has grown more, he himself will go and work and buy his own food and feed himself. And mature Christian, are you here this morning? A mature Christian is one who can feed himself from the word of God. Many of you, you are Sunday Christians. On Sunday, when you come, you are fed breast milk. Even this morning, you didn't do quiet time. You just woke up and came. And what you are eating right now is food I have prepared during the week to come and feed you. And when I close this service and you go home, you will eat again. Until maybe next two Sundays when you come again. <laughs> These are the Christians, the younger ones, who are not mature. If any trouble is to catch anybody, likely it is you. Likely. If a demon was to come into this room, who Sir. would he catch first? Uh, who would he catch? No, not, certainly not me. Oh me, I'm looking for I'm waiting for him. I'm looking for him to cast him out of my church. So for penny witches, wizards, demons they are, they are not at all a headache I think about no 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 it's you you are my headache <laughs> you don't come on Tuesday you don't come on Friday you are my headache you are, you are my prayer topic amen and, and so it is the less mature Christians who oftentimes do not please their father. And, and it is those who are not able to feed themselves who are showing signs of still being born again and little change. 
na eyo omo nso a omo adwumu no epi no omo na omo chese omo nya wo foforo no nanso omo nsesa look at your neighbor shawunuanim ask him do you feed yourself bisane se oma ne ho aduane ana ask your neighbor bisano do you feed do you have any spiritual food you eat yourself wo ho ho aduane bi a wo akasa na wudi ana do you read the bible wo ken kan chesem no wo akasa wo ken kan chesem no do you pray wo bom paye by yourself wo bom paye wo akasa oh i'm asking asking about please ask him no you see listen don't it's not a comedy we are doing here enya agro bi na yedi is there food i prepared for you and this is the meal to ask your neighbor do you feed do you do quiet time eya duane amanu amde abra o se bisa wonua se ono oye ne quiet time o ma ne ho aduane the greatest thing you can do for yourself as a christian is to read the bible every day adie ba kwa esom bokese pa obetimi aye se o christo ni ene se obekin kan tresem ne de bia amen to read the bible every day morning or evening i don't mind i prefer morning se obekan tresem ne de bia anopa ana anwumre ene de menhwe ho nanso me de mepe anopa and and please i beg you don't read your bible on your phone at home Nanso me so en kan o bible free o phone so o fie. No 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 no. In the church row yes. So what e come on e obetimi aka. You are waiting for somebody yes. So we train we be an e obetimi aka o phone. But at home. Nanso so we o fie. The phone is too small to be your major bible reading uh, uh, um, source. If you have a tablet. So what tablet? I will accept this one. Media to. But tell me about your phone. Tell me no no your phone there is too small. Now so catch your new auto and chance your phone there is adodo. Oh, tell me about your phone is too small. Catch your new say your phone is adodo. How many have been reading your bible on your phone then the WhatsApp will come? Now mumu do do say so na more kind bible or phone so now message about notification. Somebody has messaged you on WhatsApp. Is hey, Akwesi what is he saying? E crowd na na obi asende o message or whatsapp na obi say won say ni pay there na oka how many began reading something on your bible went to check whatsapp and never came back can i see your hand you never came back message by a okoshe ya one my bible app no mu you are either not correct or your angels you never can i see your hand you never came back you went to that's why I don't read Bible on my phone at all at all. I don't at home. No 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 no. I know that what can happen to me. And then na men kai me Bible e wo phone so wo fie na free say me nim de betimi ato me. And and you see this morning I want you to no longer be the younger son. And in see anopai me pese obeye obakuma no ebio. Is the younger son who again took his father's money and went to town and came back as a poor pig farmer. Eye obaketuano eno oje nejajapade a ofri ni fia okoba ese ohiani bubro. Amen. Are you here this morning? Oh, I cannot hear you. Are you here this morning? How many and you know I I appreciate that it's hard to change overnight. I appreciate it. 
it's very difficult. I don't do quiet time. Then suddenly I do quiet time every day. It's very difficult. But how many will try? How many will try? Can I see your hand? I will try to read Bible every... Oh, raise your hand. You try. If you try, stand up, let me see your face. You try to read your Bible every day. Look, sit down. If you know you won't try, don't get up. You know, last week I told you the independence. I will go, but they don't do. If you try, to read your Bible every day. Sorry. You try. Lift your hand to God. And say, God help me. God remind me. God, let me never go far. Maybe in the trotter. Now remember, hey, I've not forgotten. Let me always be drawn to my Bible. And as I grow in the Bible, I'll be a good Christian. In Jesus' name. Amen. Put your hands together. Tell somebody you're hot. You have promised God something. You are hot. Number three. Both look the same. The two sons. Both look the same until something happens to show the difference. A certain man built a house. And his neighbor also built a house. One built his house on a rock. And the other built his house on the sand. As we are passing by, we just saw two houses. All look okay. All are nice. All are standing on the same streets. They all look the same. Until the rain, the wind, and the floods came. That's when we saw that one house was still standing. Then the other house had fallen down. We have no idea who you are. Until something happens. Until a certain test comes. That to show us your true character. Amen. Amen. Oh, I said amen. Amen. We all look the same. When you are going to write an exam, as, as you enter the room, everybody looks the same. 
It is at the end of the exam that we can see those who passed and those who didn't pass. Amen. So as we sit here, all the young ladies look the same. It is only when we go down 40 years down the road that we will see those who have grandchildren and those who don't. And so when you die, they will know how many children you really have. It's when you die that we'll know how many children you really have. All the children from the other wives will appear. I didn't hear that, amen. amen. But many things are not clear. That's why the Bible says don't judge. Because if you judge, you will likely be wrong. You cannot see what is going on. Let life go on. Give people time. Then we will see what is really happening in their lives. One day I, I was talking to a pastor. And I said, I have three sons. One of them is very difficult. I don't know what to do with him. And he told me, such people when they change, they are wild. They are wild. They are strong. They work for God with all their strength. The badness they did, that same strength, they bring it into the work of God. And they become champions. As he told me, I was thinking, is it possible? But it's possible. Because I've seen it. That that my little boy is the champion fighter for the things of God. Nobody knows what is inside you. Amen. Amen. Until something happens. And, and sometimes even we, you don't know what's inside you. It says the heart of a man is very wicked. How many here are wicked? Only, only a few think they are wicked. All of us are wicked. Hey, if you get your MP, what will you do to your MP? <laughs> you see, if you were God, but now you have killed a lot of people. True or not true? You kill all the armed robbers, you kill all the por- uh, pornographers. You will kill all the rapists. True or not true? How many will kill some armed forces, policemen, soldiers? You kill them because they are worrying you on the road. Look, do you see how wicked you are? 
No, do you see how wicked you are? Somebody's mother, you're going to kill. Somebody's father. Every armed robber is somebody's father. Amen. But that's what the Bible says. Our hearts are wicked and deceitful even to deceive ourselves. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So this morning, you see, I want everybody to listen carefully because you are in one camp and I want to move you into another. There are only two camps. There are only two camps. And one of the camps is those who work for God and those who don't work for God. Not those who come to church. I said there are only two camps we are considering this morning. Those who work for God and those who do not work for God. And they look the same until something happens. You see, the importance of this is that the father, when he called his two sons, he had the same message for them, go and work in my field. Everybody. Everybody is called to work for God. Everybody, every single person. You see, when I say everybody, there are two groups of people. Amazingly, even those who are not in church are called to work for God. I was talking to a pastor some time ago. And he told me he was building his church. And when he was building his church, one day, Somebody came to give him a money, a donation towards the church project. Do you know who it was? A Muslim. A Muslim came to give him money to build his church. And, and you see, we may cancel them as they are not part of God's people. Everybody is called to work for God in his lifetime. Almost all of us here, we are working for Ghana. Because when you pay tax, you are working to bring your money to their country. Everybody. I I want us all to mark this morning. Every one of us is called to work for God. Amen. Amen. Even those who are sitting down quietly. 
Those who have done nothing. Those who have no plans. You are called to work for God. I didn't hear an amen. I didn't hear a loud amen. Tell your neighbor you are called to work for God. Ephesians 2. You are God's workmanship. Created unto good works. That is why you were created. That is why you were made for good works. You were not made just to be alive and, and die and go. No, that's not. What is your purpose then? But you were brought on earth to do something good for God who made you. I didn't hear a good amen this morning. And, And you see, that is our effort this season that every one of us will work for God. When you um, listen to the first love services at the end, when Madame X comes to give her announcements. She always says, every knee will bow for Christ. Every knee will bow for Christ. Some willingly. Some by force. But as for bow, as for bow, hey, as for bow, as for bow, as for bow, whether you bow happily, willingly, or you'll be forced to bow, it's, it's up to you. Pass or bow, you bow. Amen. Amen. And so, everybody's been called to work for God. Everybody has an assignment waiting to be marked. But only for some of us, it's not been done. Amen. Amen. And so, this morning, we are closing. I want to show you that Two very important facts to carry, point five and point six. Point, point five and point six. Point five is the second son. I go, but he went not. I go. But he went not. Last week I was talking about the independent spirits. Those who cannot be called for meeting. They said they are coming, but they don't come. I go. But he went not. It is a liar who will say one thing, but don't do it. And that's what Jesus said, Mark chapter 7. He said, this people, they, verse 6, they honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. 
and enti na maaka nguma etin sonye munsia ne se enipakuo we omode omano fafa ene yimaye nanso makuma mu no omuye nyaatwom there are a lot of us who are here your first love is not god your first love is money, woman, uh, uh, power, TV, football, Manchester, uh, what again? Phones, watching films. True or not true? Your first love is not God. That what comes to you, what you enjoy the most it's not coming to church. In fact, you're waiting for church to finish. Have you ever seen anybody dozing to a football match? No, no, no. No, no. 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 even when they're losing, that's what they're more awake. Even when your team has lost, crying is still in, uh, what? Injury time. They are now praying. Oh Lord, one last kick, one last kick. But when it comes to church, people are waiting for the service to close. No, ask anybody. What did I say ten minutes ago? Ask if, if he remembers. What I said. You worship me with your lips. You you say all the right things. But the love of God is not in your hearts. And somebody was asking me, how do you love somebody? How to love somebody? There are two ways. One, you are standing from far and then you fall in love with the person. You like the person the way the person is. Or number two, you were classmates or friends, and as you were working together, then you fall in love with the person. As somebody who's married, how did you marry your wife? Which one, Which one is your type? You mind from far or you came close. Which one is your type? You see, those some some of us we love God from far. We have loved Him. And we are happy to be with Him. But some of you you have to come close first. Come, come and be around first. You don't, you don't know who he is really. It's as you work for God, then you begin to find out that he's a very nice man. He's a very kind person. He dashes a lot of things. As you are far away, you can't see this part of God. But when you come closer to him and start working with him in, in the family business, that's when you see who God really is. Some see God as a headmaster. Stop, do, stop, do. No, no, no. That's, that's not God at all. 
It's not, not a God of rules and regulations. It's a God who loves you. But you will never know until you come close. And that is the whole essence of come and work for God. Come and work for God. As you come to work for him, you are being brought closer and closer to him. You will begin to see his children as he sees them. Many of us, we see children as people who are an irritation, young boys that are disturbing they are just hanging around. No, 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 no. They are God's children. They are, they are God's children. Amen. Amen. It is time for us to do, when you say something, do it. I, I really, all those who stood up, I really hope you do your quiet time. And read your Bible every day. I really pray. You will change. You will be amazed. A love for God will enter into your heart. Many, many boys, when they are chasing girls, they invest a lot of time and money. Oh, they invest a lot of time. How is it? In these days, there's mobile phone and things. In my time, there were not mobile phones like this. I used to write letters. Letters. I was, I was in uh, uh, tech here. And Joy was in Legon in Accra. I would write a letter. Then I'm going asking, who is going to Accra this weekend? I was asking, I'm, the letter is ready. Letter I've written it. it. But, but how to take it to Accra? And I'll be looking, Charlie, if they go Accra this week. you. When I get somebody going to Accra this week, Talit, I beg you, take it to Legon and drop it at the Potter's Lodge. I will not lie to you. I never knew I could write poetry. <laughs> I, I never knew I could write poems. <laughs> Until I met a woman I was going to marry. Then you too. I began to write. Listen, I could sit down and write a poem and then send it to her. A girl boy from Accra. <laughs> because, you see, because I had come close to something to see that I want this thing. And it, something inside you is brought out. If we say my baby, But those who don't know her, they don't know is she worth all this effort? You don't know her. Say, I go. But he went not. I, I will do it, but he didn't do it. I will work for God. 
but it didn't work for God. That is not the person who pleases the father. Are you, are you here this morning? And, and you see, we ask continually, how many will work for God? That is, if you can do one thing, work for God. Work for God. Exodus 23:25. You will serve the Lord and He will bless. You, we will, you will serve, work for Him. And he will bless you. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Will you work for God? Will you work for God? And number six. I will not. But he went. I will not. But he went. This morning. I may close on this one. One of the most important attributes you must have as a Christian, is the ability to repent. You must be able to say that I was wrong. I did something bad. I'm sorry. I won't do it again. Because everybody here, we are doing wrong all the time. There is none righteous, no, not one. We have sinners here of different degrees, all our sinners. We have those who sinned long ago, that is Friday. And those who sinned recently, that is this morning. But as for sin, I don't think one or two days passes that we don't sin. True or not true? One or two days. Or it's not true. How many can say they can go three or four days without sin? Can I see your hand? How many find that you are lying all the time? Those who are still lying this morning, they are here. I mean, how many are always thinking, I mean, bad thoughts enter your head so often. Bad thoughts. If you are a boy and girl thoughts enter your head, can I see your hand? Girl thoughts. If you are a girl and boy thoughts enter your head, can I see your hand? Let's just start. Thoughts are always passing through our head. That is why if you cannot repent, what is repentance? First John 4, those who would confess their sins, he says, I am faithful and just to forgive them. Confess your sins. The sins, there are many. If you cannot repent and change your ways, you are likely not to do well 
as a Christian. What I find most amazing about this parable is the elder son. He said, I won't do it. He didn't say, politically, I'm thinking about it. He didn't say, we'll see how it goes. He says, I'll try my best. No, 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 no. He says, I won't do. I won't come. I won't go. It's not my life. I will not do it. But he repented. But he changed his mind. I mean, as you are here, you say, oh, Friday, I won't come. I don't mind. I'm glad you're speaking the truth. But change your mind. But change your mind. I, I, I'm, I'm, I, see, I, I prefer you to say I won't come. Then me and you will quarrel. Then say I will come. And not come. That dishonesty is deeper than the one who says I won't come. That's a more honest person. That's, that's a better person. A good Christian is one who says, Pastor, do you know where I'm coming from? The girl's house. Do you know what I did? I did it. <laughs> I did it. One day, one day I was I was I was somewhere when a young man came to me just a few years ago. He said, Pastor, hmm. I became worried. <laughs> then he said, she came to visit me. She. She came to visit me. And when she came, she sat by me on the bed. And he said, Pastor, I touch her Botox. <laughs> And then he said, then something did me in my heart. And I pulled my hand. Then he ran to come and tell me. I said, you are the best person. Clap for him. Clap for him. You are the best person. Yeah. Yeah, say it like that. He said, I touch her buttocks. I touch it. Some of you, you are squeezing and juicing the thing, but you are sitting down quietly. Nothing is doing you. Nothing is staying in your heart. You you have gone out to squeeze the breast and you are checking the weight and the height. And you are still sitting down quietly. You have even said, come and look at something. They are showing pornography to her. What, what message are you conveying? But the greatest sign of a good Christian is after you have done that, repent to God. Say, oh God, what have I done? A proper Christian. After he has sinned. 
will ask himself, what have I done? Why did I do it? A good Christian. After he has done the bad things, he will look at himself as he is going home and he's fixing his trousers and he's closing his zip and say, me now, what have I done? Me now, what have I done? The good Christian girl, when she gets up and she's looking for her panties under the bed, then she will ask herself, what is this? Why did I do it? May that be your story. May you have the power to repent. May your spirit be alive inside you. That when you do the bad thing, it will strike you as I've done wrong. Not like Cain. What have I done? But the man who said, Oh Lord, have mercy upon me, a sinner. If you can have that attitude, you will be the son who pleases the father. Put your hands together this. Step one, point one. There are two sons. There are two types of people. May you be the good type. Those who go to heaven. Those who are not the bad ones. Number two. May you not be the younger son who doesn't mature who can't feed himself who can't read bible by himself who can't pray by himself but be the son who is um, the more mature Christian you will save yourself from trouble point three is they look the same until something happens. We are all Christians in the same house. But it is, let us believe God that it's not at death that we'll see the difference. At death, when we die, before we see the difference. Four. Both, we are all called to work for God. Number five. He said, I go, but went not. May you not be a Christian far from God at heart, but saying the right things. Number six. I will not go, but he went. Be a Christian who knows how to repent. Know when you have done something wrong. And ask God to forgive you. Don't say, I'm not sinned. 
say Lord forgive me my many sins and God will forgive you stand your feet this morning I want us to, our time is running out, but I want us to do five, something for just one minute. I want you to ask God to forgive you your sins. Our time is, we are over time already. Yes, I appreciate it. But I feel it's not often we have this opportunity to acknowledge our sins. It's not often. Some of us are so used to continue in our sin that it is rare to suddenly take stock that actually I have been sinning all this time. This morning, for just two minutes, wherever you are, I want you to bow your heads and talk to God and tell God exactly what wrong things and bad things that you have done. Whatever evil it is, whatever bad thing it is, I want you to confess to God this morning. I want you to tell God that Lord, lies, stealing, immorality, whatever it is, I know it is wrong. And I find myself doing it. But forgive me. Forgive me. Forgive me. Just tell God one minute, wherever you are. And you see, God already knows. It's up to you to come to him and ask him to forgive you. It is up to you to say, Lord, I have failed you again, and I have failed myself, and I have disgraced myself, but have mercy upon me and forgive me my sins. And it is as you go to God like this that you begin to have strength and power to overcome your sins. Just pray right now, one minute. Lord, forgive me my sins. Have mercy upon me. I tried to stop some of them. I did myself. Some was a mistake. Whatever it is, Lord, here I am, a sinner. My sins are so many. They are so burning on me. Have mercy on me, oh Lord. Have mercy on me. Forgive me. Forgive me one, two, three, four, five cents. Let me be far. Give me the strength to move away from them. Give me the strength to be able to renounce them and turn away from my sins. And Father, I pray that this morning you hear our cry. Hear our prayer this, this, this morning. Cause us to feel the pain that you feel as you see us wallowing in our sins and give us the strength and the power to walk upright and to stay away from them thank you lord for this opportunity in jesus name and this morning wherever you are 
you know you have not given your heart to Jesus. Evelyn. You know that you are not sure where you will go should you die. You want to go to heaven, but you are not sure. And you have never prayed, Lord Jesus, come into my heart and take control. But this morning you are here right now. You want to say, Pastor, please pray for me. I want to go to heaven. Wherever you are, lift up your right hand. Pastor, I want to go to heaven. I want to give my life to Jesus. I'm not sure where I'm going as I'm here right now. I know my sins are very, very many. I want Jesus to forgive me my sins. If you are here like that, wherever you are, lift up your right hand right now. I want to pray for you. Thank you. I see your hand up there. God bless you. Anybody else? Just your right hand. Listen, if your hand is raised, come to me at the front here. Let us pray. Just clap for them as they come. Oh, clap for them as they come. any other person here this morning your sins are weighing heavily on your mind you are aware of your sins and they are not, it's not going away please come come and join us right now and let us pray you are aware of all the bad things you have done and you can't let it go. It's making you feel very guilty. Just pray right now. Come right now that we pray. Those in front, I want us to pray together. Please pray after me. Dear Jesus, dear Jesus, today I come to you just as I am. Lord Jesus, forgive me all my sins, all the bad things I have done. Wash them by your blood that was shed at Calvary. Take them away and make me a new person give me a new heart one that will love you and serve you all my days Lord Jesus prepare a place for me in heaven by your side and write my name in the book of life today I give my heart to Jesus I give my life to Jesus Lord Jesus, come in and take control. And from today, 
I will serve you all my days. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. And Lord, thank you for these brothers and sisters as we come together to confess your name before this house. I pray, Lord, that you mark them with a seal that they are yours forever. We will never turn and go back again, but we will serve you all our days. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. When he ran to me, he took me in his arms, till my head to his chest, said my son's come home. We believe the word of God has come through to you. Join us at the Lighthouse Chapel International Bantama, behind the Confidence Eating Place. This is every Sunday at 9.30 a.m. and 6 p.m. every Tuesday. Stay blessed. He called me back.